Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John Pulpistol. Hey, howdy doody. How are you doing? We're doing good. We just went over the R version of the show before it started. Yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting talking about uh, union people up north. Interesting that the folks that you have to work with. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's lovely. 90, I, I, 90% are good, but the 10%, John, they drive you off the... As I would say, as an American Indian, so it isn't racist off the reservation. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about equivalent to my uh, 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 statistics of my my guests. Although they're probably ninety nine percent good, but that one percent, man, woo wee, right yeah. up the wall, right? Yeah, the so. one that don't want to fold the stroller. Yep, yep, and only yeah. takes one. Yeah. Ruin your entire day. Yeah, we got a few folder non stroller, <laughs> a few non stroller folders on the job. Trust me. So, how's the week been? How's uh, any problems with the bus this week? Speaking of the bus, no, it's very busy down here. We got charter buses running and everything because of uh, how busy it is. A lot of a lot of spring breakers still floating around. Weather is unbelievably gorgeous. The last three or four days has been fifty nine when I get up and come into work, and uh, going up to about a high of seventy seven. I mean, you can't ask for better weather. We had a couple of days of rain, but this past four or five days have just been just absolutely stunning. It, it reminds me of why I live in Florida, honestly. Oh, so. well, that is awesome. Yeah, we went from 68, 70 degrees for two days, and it's snowing out here now. Oh, my gosh. Nothing going to lay, just enough to look out the window and say, come on, give me a break. You know, and Just enough to frustrate you because you're probably getting ready to go plant plants and your wife's ready to get out that garden and, that, and nope, not yet. Right. Yeah, you have, and we already have some things sprouting up that are like, yo, 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 what's going on? I, <laughs> I sound like, Roger, rerun no rent from <laughs> what's happening. But no, yeah. yeah, they're out there yelling, yo, yo, what's up with this? We don't no, want to stop, stop. No, but yeah, it's, it's eh, flurries of snow out there right now. So, but I'm watching the background uh, on the YouTube right now, uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, one of my favorites running in the background. I wish I was on that right now because it sounds like perfect weather to be on that. 
Oh, it would be. It'd be uh, perfect weather to do anything outside. It'd be a perfect day to be walking around the World Showcase. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, our buddy Bob was just down there. He did a quick visit. He, he's going to come on for a trip report hopefully this week. And we got Evan that was down there. We're going to do one with him. So we should have a couple positive, actual positive shows coming up, hopefully. I mean, Bob did say in a brief little cliff notes, uh, Love Shul's Steakhouse was not too impressed with uh, flower and garden food that he had this year. Really? Really? I haven't eaten at Shula's. I've heard a lot of good things about that place, though. And uh, uh, after our disappointment uh, of the Yachtsman, I'm looking for a really uh, high-end steakhouse, you know? It would be nice. Although it's hard to get away from La Cellier anytime I'm in the mood for a good steak. So. Yeah, me with La Cellier, just the memories and the food is awesome. So that's what trumps everything. Yeah. Oh, I said Trump on the show. Don't get me. Oh my God, I'm so. I apologize. Please don't not listen. I said I said a dirty word. Um, do you think I'm gonna get? A, we're gonna get an R rating on a on a Podbeam and a Apple Podcast, John? I, I said it very well. Very well could be. Very well. But anyway, that trumps everything for me as far as you know the memories I have at Lasellier. But we did eat. I ate at Chul is like uh, probably 15 years ago or so, John. It's been a while, and it was really good. We, it's just we haven't stayed at the Swan and Dolphin much since then. But every restaurant, everything that we've eaten or anything that I have done at the Swan and Dolphin, I I have zero complaints about the Swan and Dolphin. Yeah, oftentimes I think those restaurants, they have to work a little bit harder and have a little better ingredients than uh, the Disney properties because, you know, they're not getting the automatic reservations and the uh, dining plan credits and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, they have to work a little harder to compete. I, I believe, you know, so I've heard great things about uh, Blue Zoo, Shula, uh, Bill Molino, uh, even the, uh, what's the name of the uh, sushi place? Uh, Komodo. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, great things about all of those places. So. Well, the thing is, I told you about Blue Zoo. He uh, actually let us in out of the rain, so we he has a special spot, me and Brenda's heart. <laughs> yeah, speaking of you and Brenda, I had, this morning I had what I called the Davis Run. Uh, it's the Epcot to Port Orleans and back run. So I, I call awesome. that one. I get that one. I go, oh, I'm looking for uh, Brenda and Doug, but I never see it. But, you know, it's the Davis run. Well, so. that's where she wants to stay again next, believe it or not. And, and and speaking of that, and I'll let you go back to yours. One of her friends just went down about six, seven months ago. And they stayed at Coronado's. I th- no, I'm sorry, Art of Animation. And the wife came home and wrote a letter. About how dirty the room was, John. And it sounds so familiar to me. Do you know that Disney sent them back a free vacation with a five-day park hopper for them and their kids? And no I got, kidding. Yeah, wow. And I got nothing, John. I got garbage. <laughs> and I promote this place even though I pick on it, but we do give Disney... Well, I have done a hell of a lot more for Disney than I've done against them, John. With all the vacations I have booked, David's Vacation Club, we have done, we have sent a lot of people to Disney, have we not, John? I believe so. I believe you promote the hell out of the place. Yeah. So, I got a garbage room at Riverside that day. Uh, uh, old, old shirt uh, stubs on top of the on top of the shelves. Uh, eight foot of uh, dust on top of the coffee machine. I personally had the plumber come out to fix the drain and he couldn't do it so i had to do it myself i should have i should have brought my invoices with me john and wrote one up and gave it to the front desk for... oh, maybe that would have worked better but yeah but they gave them a full week's vacation job john for free because of the letter she wrote them 
What do you remember uh, when uh, Pat had the problems with the Murphy bed in his room uh, many years ago? Uh, what he end up didn't they upgrade him or yeah. give him a free night? Or I mean, he got he got quite a uh, a nice little turnaround too. They just don't like you in the travel agent, Doug. That's no, well, you know, and all things said and done, so we could tell the truth. I think Pat personally stuck his wife's arm in the bed to get that free trip. <laughs> just saying, you think Pat would do that. No, I'm just Pat saying it's a. It's a 50-50 possibility he might have did something like that. But, no, they got a free trip. So you're headed back and forth. How is, how is the drive through Riverside? Is it nice? Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, cross over the, every time I cross over the bridge, um, well, especially on the, to uh, Saratoga Springs, I, I passed over that bridge to see the boats going to uh, uh, Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter and stuff like that. So that always makes me happy. Now, you can always tell when a boat just went by, the water's all churned up and stuff like that. So, But, uh, yeah, Riverside's uh, uh, beautiful. Everything's uh, landscape nice. Uh, it's it's uh, a gorgeous resort. Now, I talked to people this morning. A uh, younger couple that had just checked in and go together trip to, to Disney and that whole bit. I think they they might have been newlyweds. I'm not sure, but you know, um, it was it's, it's good to see new people coming down and, and uh, checking out the great resort. So. Yeah, it is. I mean, they need new people because we had a big thing on Twitter, and I'll tell you what, John, of all the years we've been doing this. Of all the years, and I know you're busy as heck right now, and I think the repercussions, I have not seen so much negativity on Twitter and all the social media sites that I have seen in the past six months on Disney. I think things are slowly starting to turn. I think a lot of trips are booked and people are going, but a lot I'm getting right now is, and I'm getting, like I've had customers that have done nothing but Disney the past eight, ten times I've booked for them, they're going to Universal now. I'm booking more and more Disney to Universal than I ever have before. It's it's starting to I'm starting to see a little bit of a change, and I think they kind of need it to wake themselves up. Maybe John. Oh, maybe that. And and you know as well as I do that Disney it goes through this. I mean, uh, I remember '96. We went. Everything was beautifully clean. Everything was gorgeous. Around 2000, it seems like there was a dip in service. Uh, it's all the tra- the full trash cans, the dirty bathrooms. Um, about a year and a half, two years later, all of a sudden it got kicked back in again. Everything was crystal. You know, you could eat on top of the trash cans for the food and wine festival if you had to. And, and it, it seems to me that things go like that. They kind of it's uh, a cycle. Uh, it shouldn't be, but it, it does seem to cycle that way. And, it, and a lot of it, I think, has to do with the management that gets up there and uh and getting the proper cast members in the proper roles and getting them to feel ownership for what they're and, and to me that's a that's a big thing is ownership when i get on a bus i for the next three hours i own that bus that's my bus yeah. i want it to be clean i want them guests to get on and not have a popcorn bucket sitting in their seat you know and so i take the time to but a lot of people don't i mean and and, and I, I don't I don't blame them. I'm not going to call in and, and report them. But that to me, that's not what I want to do. I mean, that's not how I operate. So I, I always walk through my bus after every every person gets off to every every group I drop off to uh, to make sure that there's no garbage in the seats and all that type of stuff. So now I'd have myself one of those uh, miniature pickers, if you get what I'm saying, the claws on my yeah, bus. Yeah, yeah, because uh, nobody likes to pick up a uh, dirty baby wipe. No. Me. <laughs> or, or the handy wipes, or even, 
Yeah, I know idiots leave their mask on your bus. I'm sure they leave uh, used mask yeah, on your bus. That's all the time. Uh, a lot of spilled popcorn, of course. And even though, you know, you're not supposed to take uh, open food and drinks onto our buses, of course people do. And honestly, Doug, if you came out of uh, uh, Disney Springs and you're not drunk, if you're not, if you're drunk, it's a different story. But if you're not drunk and, you just, and you've got a coffee that you just paid eight, you know, you financed your house, a uh, second mortgage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that $13 caramel frappuccino. I'm not going to make you throw that away before you get on my bus. <laughs> That's well, just not me. And but if some you, people will. So. Exactly. And if you actually had the eight bucks left to buy a coffee after paying for that trip, you you want to drink it. <laughs> yes. Yes. So Yeah, but don't be surprised, folks, if you do get on the bus and they tell you that you have to either finish it or throw it away. But I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, I, I, I found mean, that to be 50-50, John. I've had it. It is. I've, it really is. It all depends on the the captain or the or the bus or the bus cap or a bus driver because I've had boats where me and Brenda have had frosty drinks where we said because I remember the one time we each got drinks at, at this downtown Disney at the time and uh, and uh, we were sitting there on the bench and the boat came up and we had these frosty mixed drinks if you follow me I think it was pina coladas or something like that yeah. Or I think no, I think it was a. I think we got mango uh, margaritas. I think it was, and we were sitting there, and the boat and the boat came up, and we said, "We'll wait to the next one." He goes, "Nah, come on," because we we I you know me, John. As much of a weenie as I could be, I'm not a rule breaker. I wouldn't even attempt to get on. You understand what I'm saying? But he ended up calling me on, and told me it's okay. And that there are the times that I'm telling you because I've had the friendship boats where I was sitting there with a soda on the you know, waiting for him and I've been called on and I'll do it then. But I will not make the captain make the choice if you get what I'm saying. Now the bus oh, yeah. I've never even tried to. I mean with Jimmy and them we did but we had bottles and I told the story with Jimmy where I told him if you open it and uh, I gave Mark his father what for because I tightened the lid on it so tight that th he couldn't get it off. And I told his dad, I said, I know you probably can't get it off, but if you actually do, we're going to have a problem, <laughs> like being mean. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's the reason, because, you know, you're told not to drink on the bus. So I, I bought bottles for us to have in the parks that day, you know what I mean, to take yeah. with me. But, no, I uh, I, I don't know. I, uh, I would love to be at Riverside right now, John. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful time to be here. So, like I said, we got another couple of days, and then fifties uh, are going to go bye bye, and we won't see them until November. But yeah, it is what it is. So, I'll, I'll take my heat and humidity for a little while too. So, no, I mean, I always pray for Disney to do good, but like we were just saying, if uh, things bite them in the rear end for a year, I think it would be for the best because uh, when you have people like Robbie and and a bunch of our regulars and Judith and Tommy saying that. Uh, even when Judith when Judith tells me that she might only do once a year, you know something's up that. Yeah, it. it Carmen and, and like Brian quit going. Carmen and Brian. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, I mean they don't go no more. Like you said, Doug. It, right now they're riding this uh, post uh, COVID wave. I mean, you know, people were cooped up so for so long uh -huh. that uh, there's they're still riding that, and I think that'll go through the summer. Um, so we'll see. I, I think probably in September that'll be a good indication of whether or not uh, all the people that saying 
oh, I'm not going anymore, is it really going to hamper the stuff? If we see all of a sudden, if you see some deals come out, if you see uh, the idea of uh, the dining, the free dining uh, floated again at some point and stuff like that, because September would be a good indication all the kids are going back to school and stuff like that. And by uh, mid July, the beginning of August, they'll get a, a good idea of what the bookings are going to look like in September. Well, so, good, if you see, yeah, be a good litmus test. You know, what I'm yeah. Saying? If you see, if you see all that stuff start to come back, then you'll know that that it really is having an effect. Well, what know? else so, is going to have an effect right now is is and how crazy. Uh, I mean, my buddy with his diesel pickup truck just filled his truck up. What do you think it cost him to fill his pickup up? Uh, full size F one fifty. No, or... full size Dodge Ram diesel. Okay, diesel. diesel. Yeah. Uh, one thirty two. Hundred eighty seven dollars, John. Okay. One eighty seven. I mean, it is insane. I went to the supermarket yesterday. I spent, I spent two hundred dollars. I don't know what I got, John. Yeah, I know. I know. Groceries are ridiculous. Everything is. I had a. I woke up yesterday morning and. And I told you the last couple of days was nice out, so the leaf blowers are going. But it sounded like it was a weird noise, so I went down in the basement. Thinking, I hear it was outside, but I thought it was downstairs. I don't know. We have a sub pump, and sometimes when the sub pump sticks, it makes like a hissing sound. So I went down to check the sub pump, and here I got a water leak over top of my washer. I swear, you just need to stay out of that basement. Yeah, like every I do. time you go down there, there's some kind of trouble. Yep. So I go down there. There's a water leak. So instead of just fixing that spot, I'm going to fix redo the whole area. So I don't have to do it again. So I go out and buy all new pipe, all new CPVC because we have well water. I'm switch. I switch everything over from copper. That's what the problem is. So I'm switching everything over and uh, I'm downstairs doing this. But I go buy this piping that a year and a half ago would have cost me like thirty dollars, John, for everything I bought. Eighty four dollars is what I spent in. Plastic pipe, John. Yesterday, fittings and a couple shark bites. Is that crazy? yeah? That's a that's a uh, that's, yeah, that hurts. Yeah, we're talking about doing a roof. Plywood, which was fourteen dollars a sheet, is back up to forty-seven dollars a sheet. One two by four, which in my lifetime has always averaged around two fifty to three dollars for standard. You get your A grade is like three fifty. You follow me? Yep. My brother bought, me and my brother grabbed two the other day. The people at Home Depot said they're not even putting prices on them no more because it's changing so much. $18.72 for two two by eight foot two by fours, John. So the moral to all this story I'm talking about with how horrible things are going right now, who's going to be out of afford to even go with the prices they're charging? Like the younger generation right now, how the hell are they going to afford to go? Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, uh, you can barely afford gas and groceries right now, so I don't know if Disney's going to be on the. They're going to do their trip they had planned, yeah. and then yeah, I don't, I don't know after that, you know. So. I mean, flights. My buddy just flew round trip and standard fare to. He had to go down to Mississippi to visit his wife, his girlfriend's brother. Five hundred dollars a seat to fly to Mississippi in standard class, John. It was the price of airfare and fuel right now. So. Yep. With the things they're doing and the way they're going, like people come back and people would go because you felt like you were getting a deal. I used to tell everybody it's cheaper to go to Disney than it is to go to Jersey Shore. Well, I can no longer say that no more. You understand? You can't say that no more. 
And yeah. if you're the young, like us, again, we've said it a million times, we're hooked, but we were online, a bunch of people were responding. This generation now, like when me and Brenda went down our first time when we were 26 and 23, you know, together, or 26 and 24, I don't, I'd, I would not be going right now if it was me at that age with the, with the reputation they have right now. I mean, if I went down, the same Doug went down at 26 right now to this Disney, I would have never fell in love with it the way I did with that one. Because that original Disney was, oh, Mr. Davis, we locked you out of your room for half or half a minute, like 10 minutes. They gave us a whole free gift basket. Gave us t-shirts, John. Like, like they treated us like gold. Uh, we get over to Riverside. They're checking us in, treating us like gold, giving us this. Give it, you, know, you, you felt like they really appreciated you being there. Now you don't feel like... Now you feel like, oh, if you don't come, somebody else will. That's the feeling you get. Oh, that's definitely the mentality. I mean, it... it, it but, I mean, it, that I, as, as much... You get... When you came down the first time, you got the first uh, time treatment because you were out of state. You were the you were the first time visitor, so you did get treated. Better. Well, I got I mean, treated that the, way the first twenty times, John. I felt like still, until you're, lately, you're still yeah. you're still the you're still their their target audience. You yeah. know, I mean, you're spending a ton of money, and when you come down, you're spending a ton of money. Uh, I've never been the target audience. I mean, yeah. I'm a Florida resident. I Johnny, you're pass. always our target audience. Buddy. Uh, yeah, you're, uh, yeah, you're the good yeah. one. And I have discounts, so I mean, I've never been the target audience. So I don't know if I've ever. I mean, once we bought DVC, we I think what, as many trips as we've done uh, using DVC, and I love our DVC, I love our rooms and stuff, but we've never been upgraded. I mean, so it it really is. I I realize that I am not the goal, their their goal. So they really they really have never given a a, a blankety blank about me. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. so it, it's nothing nothing unusual for me Doug. i mean it because i they want that first time visitor they want that second time visitor they want those people that they want to get hooked because uh they that's what they that's who spends the money you know i yeah, mean well, so. i've been upgraded a few times i've been upgraded i've been upgraded as many times at swan and dolphin as i've been upgraded at disney but i've been upgraded a few times at disney but yeah. the, the the thing is is we're hooked and i don't know if this is going to keep going that way and and we'll see what happens we'll we'll see the proof will be in the pudding sooner than later but uh, i don't know and it, and the other thing is john how, how is it that you own dvc but you can't book an annual buy an annual pass right now out of state that one i don't know i mean what the hell is going on john like like and again uh, and I'm not trying to be smart, but if I owned DVC myself and I lived out of state, I'd be I'd have a lawyer and be suing Disney right now. I really would, because when you're original, especially if I was one of the ones that originally bought and got it with it, the whole idea of owning this is being out of go whenever you want. Am I wrong, John? No, that was our. What was that? That was our purpose, yeah. I mean, but I I can't even come close to going anytime I want, Doug. I mean, I can't get into Epcot. I keep trying to want to get into Epcot to buy uh, the popcorn buckets and stuff, and I can't get a reservation. And so, exactly, so if you, I mean, it defeats all of my purpose. Yeah. Uh, so if I was somebody like my buddy Scott, who has like 500 DVC points, I'd be suing Disney myself if I couldn't get an annual pass to go down there and get reservations. Like, what's the whole purpose of owning DVC if you can't go when you want to? I don't understand how, I mean, they should be the ones that are uh, cherished. You guys should be, have first crack at passes and, and buying 
uh, annual passes, don't you think, and park tickets and reservations? You invested in the company. Yeah, I just don't understand how you... Like, and if you own DVC and can't buy an annual pass, and you'll hear, well, you could buy tickets whenever you want. Well, who the hell can afford that, John? Who can afford to go down like five separate weeks like John, like uh, Scott has enough points to do? And then, and he's, and Scott does well, but he's not a rich man. He's a working man. It's his hobby. That's what he loves to do. He is by one of these guys that has bought 25 points here, 50 points there. He just kept added to it over the years. You know what I mean? That's what his extra money went to. Now, could you imagine owning all those points and have to buy weekly park tickets, John? How, to, how do you afford that? You got me, buddy. I have no idea. I mean, that's why I had to get a job here. I, yeah. uh, way back when, that's when uh, I originally got the job at Walt Disney World was because I couldn't afford the annual pass at that time. So there's no way that I could afford an annual pass now. If for some reason I find another job or if I move on and get something else or, uh, God forbid, I, I do something stupid on the bus and I get fired, uh, we probably will not be going to Disney. We'll probably use our DVC points and uh, go to Universal or go to SeaWorld. So, yeah. Now it's crazy, and then the price of the tickets now, and and what they want for the annual pass if you can get it is it's like all my, what's it like forty percent higher than what it was the year before is what the pricing's supposed to be on it. That's crazy too. It's over a thousand dollars. Yeah, the price increases are astronomical. So I don't know. I mean, let's get to something positive. Cultural representatives returning to Epcot finally, finally, John. We're gonna go to Italy and have. My wife get flirted with by a handsome young Italian guy, John. Oh, Roberto and Diego are coming back. All right. Yes. I mean, because we'd never look at the, you know, the the girls that Scandi- work there. The, the Scandinavian young ladies working in Norway? No, 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 sir. No, sir. Not at all. No, and and the, the you know, the pretty Mexican, Moroccan, uh, the girls that speak to me when I book at Rose and Crown that have that cute little English accent. I don't pay attention to any of them, John, <laughs> at all. Or, not at all. Or Canadian not... girls in flannel. I don't like flannel, John. You know what I'm saying, but I'm just kidding. It's so nice to have the actual, the actual people from the countries is what makes it so beautiful at Epcot's World Showcase. So Disney said today that Disney Cultural Representatives Program will return in phase and begin welcoming the first new participants in August. Like, what? Why? What? Why so long, John? Uh, that probably, well, part of that is probably getting visas and uh, uh, passports and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Participants from select countries whose programs were shortened, canceled, or waitlisted in 2020, as well as those who had the offer and had not yet arrived, are currently being contacted for the first opportunity to reapply. So, you know, there's nothing like going uh, to your local restaurants and having the people from the country talk to you. I don't want to hear, hey, yo, buddy, sit down over here. You want your fish and chips or bangers and mash? What do you want to have? I don't want to hear that. Do you, John? No, no, I wasn't too happy when uh, Sal from Vegas was my waiter at uh, 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 Beer Garden. It just yeah. didn't feel right. <laughs> no. no, it's not. No. Or I don't want Joey flirting with my wife over. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> We're not in Italy. You know what I'm saying? I want I want the real Italian version. I don't want some Jersey dude flirting with her. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, want, I want yeah. the real... if, you, if, if somebody has to flirt with your wife, yeah. at least make it authentic, yeah, right? Yeah, so you, you know, have it, have it very authentic, you know. 
But anyway, during the phase reintroduction, initial recruitment will start in Germany, then Norway, Italy, France, UK, and Canada. For World Showcase at Epcot, additional countries will be added once they clear travel restrictions and or have CDC authorization vaccine available. The Cultural Representative Program provides cast members that work at the pavilions of Epcot World Showcase. Since Epcot's reopening in 2020, the World Showcase pavilions have been staffed by local cast members dressed in standard costumes. Like, even that is just wrong. Like, I, I like to go up to the Rosen Crown pub and have the girls in the... Uh, in the in their outfits and talking, you know, or the guys in their outfits talking to you. The same thing. I don't want to see uh, the same uniform that world that Future World has. Do you? No, they're uh, the standard uniform. I, I believe is the white pants with the multicolored flags all over the shirt. You know, and yeah. I'm sure you've seen it because they work these stores also, and I think that's the one that they've been wearing in all the restaurants and stuff like that. Yeah, that just doesn't it doesn't feel right. You know, to have that guy at Via Napoli wearing that that uh, that uniform serving you dinner. No, and I think, and not being smart, and and I'm not, and I'm not going to go down a major major road here. But all those things missing, and 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 everything going up, I think that's what also adds to the frustration. Like, if we had the janitors still playing and all the streetmosphere, if everything was back 100% up and running, Lion King was running the whole time, everything was back to full full flow. You understand what I'm saying? I wouldn't have been as pissed off as I am that you're paying for 110% of a product and only getting 60% of it back. It, 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 and you can't disagree with me on that, can you? No, it, it, but um, the only thing I would say about that, Doug, and the only thing I would say about any of this is the, the fact is, nobody makes us go. <laughs> you know, I mean, nobody's holding a gun to our house. And, and, and as upset as we can be about the prices here and stuff like that, it's not like gas or food. We have to buy the gas. We have to buy the food. So, well, I mean, hey, John, I, I, I it's like the prices, a, but... What we deal with, it, I would argue some of these Disney nuts, I'm not saying I'm not included, would say we have to go. <laughs> it's an addiction. You don't know. You don't understand, man. I have to have it. I have the shakes. If I don't go, it's coming up on when it gets it, like it hasn't happened often, often. But when it gets close to the year, John is when I really get the shakes bad. So you start biting your fingernails and all that whole bit. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I don't bite fingernails, but I get the shakes. I worry about You're germs. You know sticks. me, hoity-toity. I be, I don't believe in even sucking fingers, John. So and that ain't me. But uh, the good news is Disney shares video of Walt Disney World Railroad test railroad testing at Walt Disney World. I I I, I think this is all lies, John. I don't think it's ever going to run again. Yeah, it would be nice to have that train back, dude. It'd be nice to get the construction done at Epcot. It'd be nice to have the train back. All that, right? I'll tell you this straight up: if I could have the train promised to me to be running on the next trip. I would let them close down both Tron and Guardians of the Galaxy. I'd rather, I'm more looking forward to riding my darn train than either one of those, to be honest. And and hearing like hearing the train in the morning when you go into Walt Disney World is is again that's one of those things that we're missing that isn't there. That I I want that's what I pay for the beauty of that. Am, am I wrong about that either? Isn't that one of the things you love most? Yeah, and that that really has nothing to do with COVID or anything else. That was the construction on Tron, so we can just blame Tron on that one. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't understand how they couldn't have did a little detour either. 
it really does seem like they have prolonged the uh, yeah. uh, closure of this ridiculously amount of time. So, And, and the other thing I've seen online, too, because there's been rumors about Magical Express coming back. And I love Mike over at BR Guest and a couple of the other podcasters. Uh, but what would you pay for Magical Express? And everybody say what they'd pay. I wrote nothing. I ain't pay. Why would I want to pay for something that was free? You know what I'm saying? It was free. Yeah, but people are paying for fast passes now. And that was free. I, I, I haven't done that either, John. I know, but people are doing it. No, between me and you and John, me and you, John, they're idiots. No, I don't hope nobody don't hear that. I didn't say that out loud, did I? <laughs> uh, Doug just pissing off half of our audience. Yeah. I, I don't feel bad for you because you're everybody that's paying and doing this is the reason why they keep allowing them. We have nobody has made a stance yet, and that's why they're constantly. That's why they get away with it. You know, I, 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 I'm since I know we're going in September now and all that stuff. I've paid a lot of attention the last couple of weeks of listening to people and their. Um, experiences with Genie Plus and Lightning Lane. And, and I would say, it. oh, based on my experience of what I have heard, I, there's no way I'm paying for this service. I mean, Half the uh, time it don't do work. Come, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, the, the lady to it. And I don't know about the Magic Kingdom. I haven't heard a lot about that one, but I've heard a lot about Epcot and Hollywood Studios. And they, it, it's just, they, it just doesn't work. The, the fact that you can get one fast pass and then you're supposed to wait a certain amount of time to get another one. They, from what they say, it just crashes. It, it, it never hardly lets you get the second one. And so I, I just doesn't seem like it's worth it at all to me. So, and I also saw uh, on Facebook, a uh, gentleman and his wife had his son and his uh, daughter-in-law go around them two, his, him and his wife went together and his son and the daughter-in-law went separately uh, just to see what they could do. Uh, at the Magic Kingdom, and he didn't he didn't pay for Genie Plus or Lightning Lane for him and his wife, and so between the t- rope drop and four o'clock in the afternoon, they rode twelve rides, and then his wife or his son and daughter-in-law they paid for Genie Plus, and I think they got Lightning Lane too, and uh, they rode fourteen. <laughs> uh, so they managed to get two more in. But they also they also rode until six o'clock instead of four o'clock, so it seems pretty even to me, actually. So well, you know, Disney did their, the cast members and everybody else did their walkout for things going on in Florida that we're not going to get into. But they should do a walkout. Was that one person? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there was one one guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that was online. But <laughs> like all of us in the Disney community should all stand up against Lightning Lane because like. I, I hear so many people paying for it, but and, and when it don't work, yeah, Disney will give you things back, but what is your time worth? Like, you seem to get your money back or whatever if it don't work or they're having a problem, but you don't get anything extra. Like, all the time that you wasted trying to do this, I, I mean, this, for what they're charging you, it should work, like, perfectly. It should never be freezing up. Like, I've had so many, I've had clients literally call me while I'm at work. I have no clue what's going on, John. And and how does this not work when they had uh, my FastPass Plus for years that worked fine? Yeah. So, I mean, how, once it became a paid service, all of a sudden it doesn't work. That just doesn't make any sense. No, so. it, it, it's ridiculous. And, and I, I, I just, it, it's so sad. It really is. It, 
even Mike agreed with me on Be Our Guest because he was going back and forth about different things being pot. I said, Mike, but the problem I have is you're a travel agent now. You don't find it horrible have to ask. John, literally, when you, I would love you to sit with me and book a trip. And you would understand exactly. And you know because you know the park so well. Oh, do you want to, you, you know you got to buy Genie Plus. You know you got to buy Lightning Lane. You know if you want to stay, oh, you got to make reservations. You know, if you want to buy this. Now if you want to get from the airport, you got to pay for this. Now if you want to do, it's like, you, you feel like for a half hour, you're just asking for gimme, 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 gimme. For what? Yeah, and, and people think you're making someone, all those extra things might add up to five bucks in your pocket, John. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, but you gotta let them know. So you have no choice. Uh, what is this, John? Salt and straw construction in progress at Disney Springs. Do you know what this place is? Salt and saw. S- salt and straw construction oh, progress. It's where the no. a- it's by the AMC movie theater. I think it was the AMC movie theater. Work continues inside, inside and out at the. Salt and Straw on the west side of Disney Springs. It's right. It's it's at the the new ice cream store is expected to open as soon as the crew finishes the interior and prep of the outside for the new look. Salt and Straw is also a, a process of recruiting staff members and holding a job fair today at March 25th, 9 a.m. That's a couple of days ago. They hold they held a job fair to for jobs there, but it's opening. It's saying 2022. And I don't know. It kind of looks like it's right in the AMC movie theater here. The walls Another are all blocked ice off. Cream shop, huh? Is the movie theater closed down, John, or is just one side of it? I can't tell. By uh, I believe it'd just be one side. As far as I know, that movie theater is open. So. Yeah, I, I mean that's a big movie theater, so you know. Yeah, I wouldn't think it would be closed, but it looks like yeah, the ice cream shop's going there. I didn't hear anything of that being closed. Uh, also, John. Have you ever thought about doing this? Walt Disney World minivan service is returning this summer. Now, with your bus license, could you do this? Somebody uh, is eagerly waiting for that to come on the uh, brass ring uh, tr- uh, transfer genie. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, as soon as I see that pop up, I, I will be putting in my transfer request. So, Dude, now I bitch, piss, and moan. But I would get your ass to pick me up from the airport if you ever drove. <laughs> I don't know. We're not going to be able to pick up there. You wouldn't be able to pick up from the airport. But I'd be more than happy to give you a ride from uh, do that Davis run from Port Orleans to Riverside to Epcot. I uh, thought they did run to and from the airport. Before. Maybe they will now. You know, maybe with uh, without Magical Express. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe they will. And they do have their because uh, they had equinoxes before, and everything that I've seen so far has all been tra- traverses. Um, I, I, I think, or is that, that the bigger one? Yeah, Traverse is bigger than the Equinox, right? I think so. All yeah. I know is I thought before they did run to the airport, John. I don't think so, but you, I could be absolutely wrong. You might be right. So, But it, either way, I'd, I'd just be happy to do whatever it takes. So, yeah, I would, I would love that job, honestly. It'd give me a chance uh, one-on-one with guests, uh, actually talk to them about what they want for dinner, where you're going, you know, all that bit. If you want to talk, I will not be one of those pushy people that <laughs> if y'all are back there canoodling, I'm going to leave you alone. <laughs> so, I'd say, know. hey, hey, buddy, no canoodling in my minivan. <laughs> yeah, no canoodling back here, but nah, dude. So, yeah, you should. Uh, the upcoming return comes at an interesting time as Disney's Magical Express came to an end. 
at the start of 2022, leaving guests with only third-party options. The airport transfer prior to pausing the minivan service was $155. So, yes, they did go to and okay. from the airport. $155 per car each way plus tip, John. I'm not tipping you for $155, John. I'm just saying. You know I'd have to tip you, John, but. Well, yeah, that's one of those things. If you spend it, if you spend one hundred and fifty-five dollars, you probably have enough to leave a tip, right? So. Well, me and you wouldn't, but I could see uh, we wouldn't have it, but we'd do it anyway. But so round trip, basically, with somebody who tips like me, would be four hundred bucks. Man, I need to pick you up. Well, I'd probably give right you. There. I'd I'd probably have two hundred cash on me. I'd probably hand you the balance and say, "What the hell? At least make your day. I'm broke already." <laughs> <laughs> but, there you go. Be happy. See, I would look at the twenty percent. What would twenty percent be? Thirty-five dollars. Might as well give you forty-five and call it a day and be a good tipper. That reminds me, Doug, of uh, a day I had when I was in the Navy. I was, I, I, you know, I was stationed up there in New Jersey. I took the bus into New York one time, and I had thirty-five dollars on me. The round trip uh, bus from uh earl new jersey to new york and back was like 750 or something so i ended up with 28 dollars 27 dollars and 50 cents i spent that i did the world trade towers i did the empire state building i got a hot dog in central park and i had like a dollar 38 left on my way back and a homeless guy asked me for change i gave it to him and said have a good day <laughs> but i did exactly what you said i mean we're uh, broke at this point why not you know yeah. so Completed, well, good uh, completed the uh, level, so yeah, it was good. Yeah, but seriously, though, $155, so 20% would be like $35, right? 30 Yeah. yeah. So you might yeah. as well just give the 45 and call it a day. Call it 200 each way is what you're going to be doing. So uh, new guide map for Epcot includes changes to walkway closures of the Epcot experience and upcoming World Celebrations dining. New walkway through... World Celebrations opens at Epcot ahead of Connections Collect Connections Cafe upcoming opening. I'm looking forward to seeing Epcot without all the bullcrap walls up, aren't you? Yes, yes. It's it's as bad now as it was Disney Springs walking around out there for so long with that with those cattle shoots up. So yeah, at this point it, it just give me my sight lines back. Yeah. And allow some breeze, some wind to come through there. Cause there is nothing quite as hot as walking through them things with the sun beating down on you. You ain't pooping. <laughs> <laughs> that one, that the Disney Springs one was bad, but you know what was worse was uh, coming into Hollywood Studios when they were building the bus, uh, the new bus loop, and our yeah. and redoing our path. Man, it was horrible. Yeah, they out front of Hollywood Studios could use a few more shady trees too. <laughs> yeah. H2O Glow After Hours event returns to Walt Disney's World Typhoon Lagoon Water Park this summer. So, uh, Disney's H2O Glow After Hours returns to Typhoon Lagoon during Memorial Day weekend starting May 28th and runs through August 27th. Uh, guests at Disney Resort Hotels, Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Hotels, as well as Shades of Green and... Judah's favorite, Walt Disney World Resorts can purchase H2O Glow After Hours at Walt Disney World website. March 29th, the tickets on sale for general public April 1st. The event takes place 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. What do you think it is, John? 
three hours at Typhoon Lagoon. I'm going to go $55. Try 75 Eesh. And they give your three-year-old a break, Don, John. They have all heart. What do you think they're charging your three-year-old? $45. Try 70 John. <laughs> Five bucks off for your three-year-old who is not going to ride any of the slides. Okay. A three-year-old to nine-year-old is 70 bucks, and a 10-year-old 75 So if you what? So what's there more of a chance for your nine-year-old to pee in the pool than the 10-year-old is what the deal is here, John? Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. I the mean, interns. Yeah, pass holders and Disney Vacation Club members can purchase specially priced tickets. DVC can buy theirs for ten and up for fifty nine, and three to nine for fifty four. Twenty twenty price. How much do you think it was in twenty twenty, John? Ah, uh, let's see. That was uh, I was probably right. Then it was probably uh, fifty five dollars. Uh, it was still sixty five. So they oh, were still wow. ripping you off. It was it was eighteen was fifty five, so they give you free. I mean, they feed you for free here, John. I, I'm I'm sure of that you get a steak dinner with this for the price. Uh, favorite attractions are open. Oh, I hope so, John. I mean, what half the park closed? There's hardly there ain't any nothing should be closed for that kind of money. It says favorite favorite attractions open after hour, including the Wave Pool, Misadventure Falls, Crushing Gosher, and who. And Humunga Kawabunga. Like, all of it should be open. New glow lighting effects and decor, John. Oh, my God. A high-energy DJ dance party, John. So I get to shake my tushy while the lights are glowing for 75 bucks. Exclusive adult-only area, John. What's going on over there? <laughs> I'm going to stay away from that place. Yes. Oh, my God. Dude, this is why it's so much... You get the complimentary glow wristband. You get Ooh. complimentary ice cream treats, popcorn, and selected beverages. And a glow an exclusive glow theme food and beverages. I don't know about you, John, but I don't want my god darn food or drink glowing. Yeah, I'd drink maybe with a glow cube and it would be okay. But yeah, I don't want any uh, light up cupcakes. No, me neither. And honestly, I wouldn't want to work this event if I was a lifeguard. I did the lifeguard thing it went wild and i didn't like working at night um you can't see the pool as well as you can during the day obviously and uh uh that wave pool in the dark i mean i'm sure they're gonna have it's gonna be lit but nonetheless it's still not as lit as you would like you know yeah. what i mean yeah. and there, there's gonna be a lot of people in there and i i just wouldn't care for that so. uh, no i hear you i agree with you Treasures of Xander revealed at Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. So they're getting closer and closer over there. Uh, My Disney Experience digital map updated to include complete look at Guardians of the Galaxy Rewind. So there's two more steps towards this thing that we never think is going to open open. And then what we talked about earlier, Disney Parks released new statement in support of the LBGTQIA plus cast crew and guests opposing Florida Don't Say Gay Bill. So we're going to step right over that. We ain't going to get all into that, are we, John? What? There's T-R-O-U-B-L-E is the only, only thing we can get into getting into that, John. Uh Disney Hollywood Studios moves to its earliest opening time in years alongside operating hours extended to all Walt Disney World parks. So what time were you driving to the studios this week, John? Uh, let's see. Tomorrow I start at 530. Um, so, yeah, I've got some 
some six o'clock starts, and then what happened during Christmas and New Year's week was I had the six o'clock, six thirty starts. They called and uh, backed everything up an extra hour, so I wouldn't be surprised if maybe not this week, but Easter week, I'll get backed up. Um, so instead of six thirty, I'll be coming in at five thirty instead of six five. So that's fine with me. So extra hour is like uh, six six extra hours of overtime right there. So. Yeah, well, it says they're opening at 7.30. Uh, so Hollywood Studios, yeah. So if we're doing the buses to studios, it usually would mean we have to be uh, – we're picking people up at 6.30. Um, so then you need uh, 40 minutes to get the bus ready and stuff, so probably 5.30. Yeah, so it says early entry. This is as of April. Guests who can do early entry will be at 7.30 a.m. for April, so – and then it moves back to, here we go, in the latest World Operating Hour update, all four Walt Disney World theme parks has longer hours for April 3rd through April 9th, 2022 at Disney Hollywood Studios. The original 9 a.m. opening has been moved to 8.30 a.m., which early entry is 7.30 a.m. And April 3rd and 4th, 8 a.m., I mean, on April 3rd and 8 a.m., April 4th through the 9th. So... At Magic Kingdom, the original 9, a, 9 p.m. closing from April 3rd to 9th has shifted to 11 p.m. Except, That's nice. except for April 7th, which closes at 10 p.m. Bob Iger had an appointment, so they closed an hour early. Right, John, or Cheapy Cheapy? Epcot, yeah, Epcot is moving to an 8.30 a.m. start on April 3rd through 9th. And Animal Kingdom... From April 3rd to 9th, it moved from 9 a.m. to 7:30. 9 from 9 a.m. to to 7:30 a.m. and the park closing from 7 p.m. to 8:30 p.m. So you're gonna get an extra couple hours at the AK. AK. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's what I did last week when I got there so early. Was running people to uh, Animal Kingdom. They were open at 7:30 last week. So, and uh, with the time change, it is still pretty much uh, pitch dark when I'm dropping people off at 6:45. So it's uh, a little spooky at Animal Kingdom in the dark. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of spooky, my dog went freaking nuts last night, John, or Friday night, John. We're dead asleep. <laughs> <laughs> having a, Finally fall asleep first time all week. I've been having a couple weeks of uh, waking up every hour. You ever have those weeks? You just can't sleep good? I always wake up about two hours before my clock, my alarm goes off, and then I'm up every 15 minutes looking at the clock to see how much time I have left to sleep. So, yeah, that happens every day. Yeah, it seems like every other hour, every hour I'm waking up. Yeah, you know, I was yeah, sleeping annoying, good. But... We fell asleep early Friday night, and all of a sudden, Presley's going insane. I mean, he's scratching and growling at the door like nobody's business, John. We, my wife goes barreling down the steps. I go in the closet to look out the front window and to see who's out in the yard and here uh there's a fox but it, it's a big fox it's it looked like i don't know if it was a fox or a coyote john it was definitely a fox but it was a big fox presley is literally trying to eat the door to get out the door at this fox on the front porch and the fox wasn't running away until my wife beat on the door like he's he or she was sniffing around to see what the hell was going on and my dog dude absolutely lost it i mean he's banging on the window because we have two windows in the foyer and i have a camera out front that's how i seen the whole fox too because i was upstairs brenda went down she's seen it 
Well, it's all on film. You see my dog beating on the window, trying <laughs> to get out of this fox. But now we're up half the night. Yeah, could you imagine? Here, you've heard Presley go off. Everybody has on the show. You should. We were up like the rest of the night on Friday night. But you have many fox or coyote around your place? Actually, I uh, saw a coyote on the way in last week. Uh, saw deer this morning. Saw a turkey. Uh, several turkey yesterday. Uh, what else have I seen this week? A hawk flew over my windshield. Yeah, it's spring break, man. Or it's spring, man. <laughs> Critters are everywhere yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah, he's been going nuts a couple times. Now I know why. And that fox is standing. I'm like, dude, first of all, the fox don't want him coming out because he would attack. And I don't care how tough your animal is. Like, Presley's getting old now, but you don't want to mess with a wild animal. <laughs> so I'm just glad... I wasn't out there with him when this fox was roaming around the yard because it would it would have got ugly. And, now this was the first time I've seen a, a live coyote. I mean, uh, we've heard heard rumors about him, and I've seen a couple of dead ones roadkill. But uh, yeah, they they apparently are taking a serious toll on uh, the feral cats and stuff like that. The cats that people keep outside. Yeah. Um, even some uh, regular dog, small dogs in the yes. backyard. So yeah, yeah they, scary. they they eat whatever they get a chance. Yeah. So. Yeah, supposedly my neighbor behind me, he lives back by the uh, part of the woods, and he said there's four or five coyotes that have been back there for years. There's five of them. They run in a pack. Uh, yeah, that would be scary for a, a kid to come across, wouldn't it? You yeah. an adult, I mean, five, five of many things, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and coyotes can get pretty good size. I yeah. think the one I saw was probably 50, 60 pounds. So. Yeah, that's why I said to Brenda. I said, Brent, Presley's 70, but he ain't fighting five of them. Yeah, no kidding. But, and speaking of animals, we'll keep on that. Baby Rhino Logan takes to the savannah at Disney's Animal Kingdom, joining other Kilimanjaro Safari, Baby Rhino, Milo, and Ranger. I I would love to see that, John. These rhinos are so adorable. I, I, I hope the Animal Kingdom and Disney, hello, Disney, bring back those park shows that you were doing on the Animal Kingdom. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, the beside, behind the scenes uh, showing yeah. the different animals at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, it was really nice. The way they trained them and all, that was amazing, John. It kind of brought back some of my love for the parks again. There you go. Uh, Space 220 at Epcot launches new menu items and updates to favorite dishes. So, have you and Lisa talked about where you plan on going? No, I still haven't had a plan, uh, chance to sit down with her and uh, review the menus. It's. Uh, I, I usually get home, uh, eat, take a shower, and go to bed, and get up and do it again. And in my day off, I do chores all day. So yeah, it's it's rough right now. Uh, you live the Bill Murray life like we do, Groundhog Day every day. Yeah, it seems like it. My wife's been doing Groundhog Day at her job for thirty years. Imagine that. John. <laughs> uh, shortcake. They got a new shortcake. Uh, matcha air cake, macrophone, macrophone mousse, and strawberries available as a supernova sweets option for the three course prefix dinner, or add four, fourteen dollars add to a two course prefix lunch. So if you want this fourteen extra dollars, I'll pass. I'll go to World Showcase and get a treat. Uh, they have a new steak salad, John. It's a marinated fillet. Filet tips, iceberg wedges, cucumbers, cherry tomatoes, chives, blue cheese crumble, and a horseradish dressing. That sounds interesting. A horseradish, horseradish dressing? 
don't sound bad. That sounds different. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it looks pretty good on a hot summer day. They have a new quinoa, a quino burger, a quino vegetable burger, baby arugula, tomato, yellow beet citrus, and a mayonnaise available as a star course entree. Uh, it's either it's a quinoa burger, John. Sorry, yeah. it kept jumping on me, but I don't know. I, I I'll just get quinoa, dude. I don't want a quinoa burger. But, yeah, we don't need to make it a burger. No, but your wife will like this one, John. And I didn't know they existed out in outer space, but a space-glazed duck breast with fried jasmine rice, asparagus, pineapple, and an orange hoisin sauce available at Star Course Entrees. Looks pretty good, John. Your wife's always yeah, up she, for duck breast, ain't she? Yeah, she'd probably like that. And, dude, not sustainable. It's It's no longer a sustainable fish as far as this one is. And I like this. I I would go for I would go for this because you don't see many on the menu down there anymore. But pan seared red snapper, John. Ooh, yes, sir. Yeah, with a fennel, barugula, and potato stew available as a star course entree option for dinner only. But when I tell you this uh, red snapper looks phenomenal, John. Yeah, and that would be one that you could probably guarantee that was actually fresh. Probably swimming in the ocean just a day or two ago. Yep. And they got a new Supreme Chicken Breast, Polento Parmesan Cake, Petite Balsamic Lentils, and a Basil Oil. So, they've added no, something. And they add some things to the menu, which is good. They're they're changing it up. They're tweaking it. Now, Doug, are you biased like me that you'll never order chicken breast when you go out to a restaurant? Yeah, I don't, dude. I don't think yeah. I've, I don't think I've, ad- I, I think it's been 30 years since I've ordered anything chicken out. And that was when I was young, going on my dates as a young, handsome, debonair man, you know, playing the Maybe field. handsome and debonair, but maybe not the palate that you have now, right? Exactly. <laughs> I, I would get chicken parmesan, dude. That was, I'll have the chicken parmesan. I was, that's all I would, you know, I would get something like that. But now that I am such a seasoned veteran, no, chicken is, I don't think I've ordered chicken in 30 years, John. I'm, I'm, just, I'm very biased when it comes to something like that. If I want to stay through 20, the chicken would be the last thing I would be uh, interested in. So I don't, it, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I make a, a good grilled chicken breast on the, on the grill at the house. Did them last I night, really, dude. Did them last yeah, and night. I really don't know what else you can do to it. <laughs> you know, it's chicken for goodness sake. So. Yeah, I mean, I order chicken wings out. Don't get me wrong, chicken. Yes, yes, absolutely. You know, I'm not saying that. I mean, I, Jesus Christmas. I mean, I spend half our budget a year on Chick Fil A, so I'm not saying I don't. No, that's different. No, no. I mean, a a reasonable uh, price dining restaurant. You know, you just don't go for. No, I like uh, Chicken Guy, but that's about as high end as to me that you can really make chicken. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. But if I'm going to a full sit down dinner. Chicken is the last thing I mean, unless yeah. they said it's the only thing left on the menu. So, no, I, the the last place that I remember either of us getting it would be, and it makes sense there. Um, Lisa got it at uh, Homecoming, uh, the fried chicken donuts. Yeah, well, that's kind of yeah. almost after. But yeah, so. that's totally that's that's a whole new game, and we love Homecoming yeah. and all, but that's kind of like. 
And any, a lot of times, I don't even know if, what that, if it's chicken breast wings or what. I mean, whatever. Yeah, you're right. But that's more of you're going there specifically for that. For it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's her specialty. It's like going to Chick-fil-A or whatever like that. So homecoming is in its own its own genre, if you understand what I'm saying. But the far as going into any restaurant and sitting down at, like, Paddlefish, La Cellier, any of the restaurants around World Showcase, I'm not sitting down and looking at the whole menu. They always have a chicken special and a pork chop on there. I'm never getting any one, either one of them, to be quite honest with you. You know, you're right. I haven't either. I'm either getting seafood or I'm getting a steak. A hundred percent. Or maybe maybe if it's a you know if they got a nice ravioli uh, or, or like your shrimp fettuccine you got that time yes. something like that yeah, yeah. but fettuccine but yeah chicken Alfredo. and pork chops are just uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not or, or shrimp scampi yes yeah that's all yeah. I'm getting yeah, all that stuff yeah. yeah I'm getting all that stuff I mean I'm not ordering dude the chicken breast meal ever out. Never, <laughs> not happening. And and it, it and not saying it's bad. Like my mother-in-law, every once in a while, I'll get the chicken. Uh, well, what the hell is that? Uh, it's a real popular one. I can't even. My brain's going south for the winter. But she'll get it once in a while, or the pork chop. But now I will get a a tenderloin or spare or ribs. You understand? Or uh, what? What's the one that with brisket stuff like that? I'll try all that out. Yeah. Short ribs. Won't you do all that? Uh, the pulled pork, I'll, I'll do all that stuff, but just a regular pork chop, I, dude, it can't be any better than my pork chop on the grill is the way I look at I it. Think I that's could the, be wrong. I think that's the thing, right? I mean, it, it's just, and chicken breast especially. I yeah. mean, there's only so much you can do to it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, anyway. Anywho, and then if you stuff it with all kind of crazy stuff, you're kind of defeating the purpose of it being healthy for you. Just like, <laughs> just like unless it's a turkey hoagie, I'm never getting turkey out. Either. I, I mean, I've done it at Flame Tree just to try it, but I'm not ever going back. And it, you do get tired, Pat. I'm sorry. I don't care what your school teacher degree tells me about it. Trip to fan don't make you tired. It makes me tired, don't it, you, John? Oh, turkey? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. He has this fight with me for 10 years now that it don't tire you out. But update Smokehouse Skillet and new Mason Jar desserts at Trails End. You hear about the updated smokehouse, John? No, that sounds good, though. Yeah, let's see. When Trails End Restaurant reopened last year without a sign- its signature buffet, we found the experience to be quite satisfactory and pleased with the dinner options. Now, Fort Wilderness Eatery has a few new changes to the menu. So we hiked on down over there to check it all out with a tumbleweed in our mouth, John. Trails End family style dinner is $29.99 for adults and $17.99 for a child. Now that's a break, $12, John. That's a little different. Plus yeah. tax and gratuity. $29. Again, I won't I, I I will say this right now. I don't think $30 is crazy for a dinner, John. Do you? No, and I'm uh, for years this has always been purported as being the best one of the best deals on property. Uh especially for a buffet. Yeah, like longest time it was twenty two ninety nine or something. So, um, yeah, it, it still doesn't sound that bad. Yeah, I'm losing you for a second, John. But anyway, it's saying that it's a Trails End buffet and it's family style now, John. It's not buffet. It's not no longer buffet, but it is family style. Testing one two, you there, John? Now. Yep, yeah, went in the black hole, but I'm popping back out. Okay, cool. 
Uh, while they have the Trails Ends family style dinner with skillet cornbread, which looks out of this world and it is very good, John. I've actually had it and I've also made this cornbread at home. It was one of the one of the Valentine's meals I made this cornbread, John. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, the I I've never eaten at Trails Inn, but we did do Hoopty Doo that time, and I believe pretty much all that food that they have at Hoopty Doo is the same stuff they have at Trails Inn. It's exactly so. what the barbecue's saying. Yeah, yeah. And they have plant-based bread. Isn't most bread plant-based, John, or am I nuts? Uh, maybe it doesn't have butter in it. I suppose. Yeah. But the plant-based the. Plant-based bread were essentially the same ones we had with breakfast, but in different formats. We got a whole lot loaf of cornbread with the same good flavor, but still a little dense. There's a chopped salad it comes with. A plant-based salad, John. Smokehouse, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 Tell me it's a meat-based salad, and you'll tell me something. A plant-based yeah. salad is a, pl is a salad. You know, Doug, maybe I'm stereotyping here, but I'm thinking that the people staying at Fort Wilderness are probably not your target audience for plant-based uh, products. Now, mm. if those are at the California Grill, I understand, you know, maybe the hoity-toities and, uh, and the people that are vegetarians and vegans and so forth, but I don't know about Fort Wilderness. You know? or, or, or your grand flirty and have your plant-based. But... Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the smokehouse skillet looks really good. It's a pecan smoke brisket smoked chicken pulled pork roasted potatoes green bean beans buttered corn on the cob with chipotle barbecue and carolina mustard barbecue sauce and there's a plant-based version upon request well all i mean if you're going here go somewhere else i mean <laughs> stop and it really looks delicious john yeah that sounds really good yeah, it looks good. Dinner add-ons, peel and eat shrimp for eight ninety nine. And John, I'm looking at this. It ain't a bad deal because if I'm counting the shrimp here, there's about twenty five shrimp in this bowl. Twenty twenty five shrimp, John. So that ain't bad for an extra eight ninety nine. Especially like if me, you, Lisa, and Brenda sitting at the table. If you're waiting, this would be a good appetizer for us all to split. Yeah, yeah, and everybody has five six shrimp. Yeah, yeah that'd be fine. Yeah, I'm in. Eight ninety nine. It's not bad. Half slab of Memphis rub pork spare ribs, nine ninety nine. I'll tell you what, it looks worth nine ninety nine to me, John. Especially when I go in my supermarket and the same slab of ribs is twenty four ninety nine. So I'm all in. It's yeah, I'm already. gonna I'm gonna pass the Sunny's barbecue in a minute, and I think their dinner for a half slab rib is like seventeen ninety nine. Yeah. So you know, yeah, it's a good deal, dude. Uh, the other thing is uh. These ribs are pretty mediocre, this guy says. Crispy crust on the ribs is flavorful, and the meal is tender, though a little dry. They work well with barbecue sauce, but we expected a return from the original ribs. I'll tell you what, they look good. Uh, this looks awesome, too. I would like to try this myself as an add-on. Cornbread-crusted salmon, John, in the, in the skillet. It looks absolutely delicious. It said the salmon was very good, better than we expected. It comes with a breadcrumb crust and in an adore dude. It's an adorbs skillet. It comes in atop a pool of lobster and oli cream sauce. 
and a smidge of uh, come on a smidge overcooked for this person John stop it's $29.99 meal and you're getting a $7.99 slice of salmon I can't even buy again a slice of salmon in my supermarket right now for under $7.99 John yeah because we try dude what do you th- I went to buy snow crab legs at my local supermarket the other night what do you think they were John snow crab legs that I usually get too, for seven ninety nine. much. I usually <laughs> get them between seven ninety nine and nine ninety nine a pound. Me and Brendo usually get three pounds and throw them on the grill, and we'll peel and we'll break and eat and drink a beer and wine together. You know what I'm saying? Just for yeah. an easy night, I'll throw a baked potato on the grill. What do you think they were a pound, John? Seventeen ninety nine. Thirty two dollars, John. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. The the Dungeness crabs were fifty dollars a pound, John. And this explains why John's uh, grilling top sirloin steaks yes. this week. <laughs> but things are wonderful. Uh, plant based smokehouse grill. Now now at the smokehouse they got plant based, John. So it doesn't sound good for us. Beyond Italian sausage, it's not sausage, John. <laughs> a guardian chick in barbecue jackfruit. Fingerling potatoes, green beans, corn on the cob, and a chipotle barbecue sauce. I'll eat the potatoes, the corn, and the, and the beans. And you can keep the rest. I don't know, Doug. Beyond Italian sausage to me just sounds kind of like kissing your sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never done it, John. You'd have to fill me in on that one. Yeah, not something you want to do. Yes. Uh, Mason Jar Trio. Now, these look good, John. They look really good. They got a, a banana pudding, a Fort chocolate mousse, and a candied apple pie. I'd be all in. I, dude, I love banana pudding. Oh, after barbecue, there's nothing better. Yeah. Taking the place of the former covered wagon Sunday is this new trio of mason jar desserts. A fourth flavor is also available for those who order the plant-based meal. Well, it ain't going to be available ever for me, John. <laughs> Uh, and dessert's one of those things where you want dairy and you want eggs and you want butter, right? You know, yeah. And ice cream and, and sweet. And, and so if I'm going to eat a, a, a dessert, I certainly don't want it to be plant-based. Unless yeah. it's just maybe just fruit, you know? <laughs> I don't think so. strawberries, please. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. They got new drinks, too, John. They got a gollywomper. I'll have two gollywompers, please. <laughs> that sounds very appropriate. Yeah. Old smoky light, old smoky white lightning moonshine and peach schnapps and with pineapple and cranberry juice. Well, if you have a couple of these, you're going to be going back up. I have another gully womper, please. <laughs> Holy moly! But I, I hope you get to keep the mason jar. It's pretty cool. This had an odd, almost floral taste to it. The different flavors of the peach schnapps, pineapple juice, and cranberry juice blend well together. But then they got strawberry lightning. Old Smoky Strawberry Moonshine with Minute Maid Premium Lemonade, Wild Strawberry, and Sprite. And then they got the Davy, Davy Crockett's Lemonade. It's just Davy's Lemonade, but I had to add Davy Crockett. Uh, They don't give a price for these, though, John. $14. I'll say (laughs) (laughs) $59.95. But you get to keep the jar, John. You get to keep the jar, John. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, better be for fifty four ninety nine. Uh, what else do we have here tonight? 
Disney brings citrus, classic citrus roll back to the Magic Kingdom once again. Why'd they ever take it away, John? You got me. I mean, citrus roll is a delicious item. It says, due to popular demand, the beloved citrus swirl soft serve has made its return once again to Sun Tree Terrace at the Magic Kingdom. Now, I would say citrus, in this day and age, citrus swirl is probably the Republican to the pineapple Dole Whip Democrats in this country. And they, they got rid of them and brought them back, John. For some reason, if you like one or the other, it's like the Republican. You can't like both, John. Yeah, you can't agree with both sides of an argument. You no. have to uh, you have to pick or choose. Everything's black and white. Yeah. But uh, it looks very... I love a citrus roll, John. I really do. Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree more. It's like... It puts love in my heart. It reminds me of my grandma because my grandma always used to get me the, the orange sherbet. Oh, yeah. Cream sickles. Yes, and she would put vanilla ice cream in with it. Oh, oh it, yeah. Me and my grandpa... Man, sit back, John. It's a warm Saturday night. A thunderstorm just blew through the Blackwood, New Jersey area. The Phillies are playing on the West Coast. Little Doug's like 10 years old, sitting on the porch with his grandpa. It's a little thunder and lightning still off in the background. The game's coming on at 10. Me and grandpa have the little transistor radio on, and grandma comes out with a bowl of vanilla ice cream and orange sherbet. For me and Pop Pop to have to listen to the Phillies game. Does life get much better than that, John? Oh, all I needed was some crickets uh, uh, softly chirping in the background and, and an old hound dog. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, dude, that was a Saturday night at Grandma's house with Grandpa. It brings back memories, dude. I I love this. I love the, you know, the, the orange sherbet, dude. It's really good. Citrus Roll Soft Serves, $4.99. What do we have here? Fried pork and vegetable pot stickers are there at the Sunshine. Have you ever had the pot stickers there, John? Not, no. Uh, where are you at? Sunshine Tea? No, yeah. I don't think. No, I haven't. Sunshine Tree Terrace, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't even know they had pork pot stickers there. Yeah, so. they do. Uh, they're fried pork and vegetable pot stickers. They're seven twenty nine. I love you, Float. I love you, man. Uh, Dole Whip. Orange would, what is it? I'm trying to bring it up a little closer here so I can see it. It's orange with fondue, strawberries, and red passion fruit. That's $6.99. Sparkling sunshine for $6.99. And then their other floats are $5.99. And then the cup of ice cream is $4.99. So, I'm in, John. Yeah, it doesn't sound bad. No. You know, uh, well, speaking of uh, adventure, Adventureland and stuff like that, last time I was there, uh, I actually tried something I'd heard for about for years, but I'd never tried before. I tried those uh, cheeseburger egg rolls from the egg roll cart there in Adventureland. They're delicious, aren't they? They're pretty tasty. Yeah, yeah. I like them quite a bit. So. They are absolutely horrible for you. I had them. Oh, God, yes. I had them not with Brenda, so shh, don't <laughs> But when me, Jimmy, and Mark were down there, we might have ate a couple of them. <laughs> a couple, right? Yeah, we might have had a couple of them. We got a couple orders of them and a couple. Remember the McDonald's fries used to be there, Johnny? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got some fries and some of them. We had cheeseburger and the fries. It went perfect with a nice cold, cold Coca-Cola, John. We were living large. Don't tell Brenda, okay? Yeah, that sounds like a healthy meal. 
They aren't bad. I mean, it's good. It ain't something you eat every vacation, but it's something you eat every day. But on vacation, you can be bad once in a while, right, John? Absolutely. Uh, fantastic seafood dinner at Wind and Wave Grill at Disney's Vero Beach Resort, John. You got to go over there one of these days. Yeah, we'll see. I, I was thinking about that, actually. I've got some vacation points to use, so I was, I was debating whether or not to stay another day at Disney somewhere or to uh, actually go over and try Zero Beach out. But if I go, I want to spend two days, so I have an entire day. You know, and wake up, watch the sun come up, and that whole bit. So. Well, also, you could head over to, uh, maybe you and your son could head over to the Space Center. Yeah, yeah, we go over to NASA and see some stuff, so maybe that's a thought. Maybe sometime this summer we could do that. Yeah. And I could definitely spend the day at the beach, so it'd make me a happy man. What is the Wind and Wave Grill, John? Have you been here yet? This is at Disney's Vero Beach, too. They got a new uh, start your day on. Good note with breakfast at the Wind and Wave Grill at Disney's Vero Beach. I tell you what, food looks yummy delish, John. All right. Uh, what do we have here on the menu, Johnny? Can we enlarge this or no? You're telling me, can you, John? I don't know. Well, since you, you had a minute here, I'm gonna. I, I saw Encanto this last week, Doug. Have you uh, watched that on Disney Plus yet? What was that? You muffled up. What was you saying? I saw Encanto this past week. Have in you watched that on Disney Plus yet? Encanto. Encanto, the okay. movie. Yeah, no, I have not. I have okay. not seen that yet. How was it? Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, it. The story was mediocre but the music i would say is almost as good as frozen's music was uh music was fantastic story a little lackluster but uh music was really really great so i want to watch that and what's the other one the red panda what's it called again uh, uh something red yeah there's something red too i want to see that red uh, panda or, or yeah fear the red or I don't know, yeah. something like that yeah the red thing yeah we both want to see that well, anyway, John, here we go. This sounds so so good and looks delicious. I want to go over to Vero Beach just to try this. Walt's Spam Cheddar Biscuits with Eggs. Spam Cheddar Warm Biscuits with, with Gravy and Two Eggs Your Way. It looks absolutely phenomenal, John. I don't know if that'd be the way to start your day at the beach, but that does sound really good. I don't even like Spam that much, but... Yeah, it looks good. There's a lot of dishes that are sold as Walt's favorite. However, this is a Walt Disney's World 50th Anniversary Special. We wanted to try it out. Spam and cheddar are baked into the biscuit. There was so much gravy on the side. We went with medium over, and they seem to have really liked it, John. Hawaiian-style loco moco. Do you like a loco moco, John? I don't even know what a loco moco is. It's an Hawaiian dish, John, as it says. But I know how I know what it is. Because I watch. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Eat a lot of that on Hawaii 5.0. I love that music, John. It's two eggs your way. Hamburger steak, bacon, fried rice. Mushroom on onion gravy, John. It it looks it doesn't sound great, but I tell you what, it looks absolutely de delicious. The summer, no, I think they had a I think yeah. they had a version of that at Kona at one time that I saw on the menu, and it just as soon as I saw the word hamburger steak, it threw me off. <laughs> but, 
Yeah, it's basically Salisbury steak. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the server told us this was the first dish the restaurant's Hawaiian native chef put on the menu when he arrived at Vero Beach. The menu description make it sound makes it sound intimidating, but the the ingredients combined so nicely. The dish was perfectly fit for a reasonable late breakfast getting close to lunch. The rice and bacon piled on the hamburger steak was a great surprise and made the dish unique. The gravy on top was too overwhelming and the mushrooms didn't overpower it. It wasn't too overwhelming. We would order this dish again and again. So it looks delicious, John. Yeah, we might have to head over to Vero Beach. I might have to go there and set at Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> so it says Walt Disney World News. They have Vero Beach stuff in with it. So that's why I was reading it, Johnny. Sorry to bother you. It's still Disney. Yes. But I don't see anything else. Grand Floridian Resort gets interactive television upgrade, which you knew it was going to. I mean, once uh, Riviera and Coronado Springs, the towers had it, you know, all. I mean, it has to be in all the rooms now once it's updated, don't you think, John? It would be stupid yeah, not to. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, key Lime Pie Seasonal Soft Serve at Disney's Old Key West Resort. They have a Key Lime Pie Soft Serve, John. Are you in? I might try it, um, and it depends. If it was green, I wouldn't even try it because uh, key lime pie is not green. So real key lime pie, excuse me, is not green. So. Well, I'll tell you what. This is how I would try that. I would ask. I'd pay them an extra couple cents for another dish, and I would split it up between us, John, because I wouldn't need to eat the whole thing. I just want to taste it. Yeah, well, yeah. It would seem like it would get a bit uh, overwhelming after a little bit, anyway. So. Yeah, because I'm not into multiple spoons in my dish. We'd all have to have multiple plates. We don't. I don't do multiple spoons. No double dipping. No, no uh, multiple no. spoons. No, no sharing straws. No, I mean, if you were gonna do that, you'd have to have like five spoons if you want five bites. That's all I'm saying to you. Doug, Doug's not sharing that uh, kitchen sink with everybody at the table. Not at all. We'd have four trays. On, we'd have four bowls for the kitchen sink. Trust me. Drury Plaza Hotel Orlando added to Walt Disney World's hotel with early entry. So, Judith, another Disney hotel that you get added. And I heard people at the Drury can, Drury can get seasonal annual passes, Judith. For <laughs> uh, the upcoming Drury Plaza Hotel Orlando has been added to the list of Walt Disney World Resorts area hotels with early entry access. Drury Plaza Orlando will be near Disney Springs and is scheduled to open October 27th. Guests staying at the Drury will be able to enter any of the four Walt Disney World theme parks 30 minutes before anybody else. Just like all you DVC owners, Judith. Ain't it wonderful? Exactly. Sad, but it is what it is. Your hotel looks beautiful. And again, I won't, I'll say this. Staying at the Wyndham, I got more perks than I got at Disney hotels for half the money, John. That's the crazy part. If you get all the same parks, perks, and I, you don't get the theming, but you get the beauty. Like my room, I'll have to say, the Riverside room I stayed in was dirty. The one I stayed in at Wyndham was all white, John, and there was we couldn't find anything. If you can't find anything in an all-white room, you know it's clean. There you go. Now, that's all I've seen. Oh, what's this? Disney Vacation Club raising direct price 
per point for Animal Kingdom villas? No, oh, they're, they're all of the resorts. The price points went up uh, considerably. Oh, jeez. Uh, I don't know where they think people are getting the money at right now, John. Yeah, yeah, you and me both. I don't know. Uh, uh, Lisa seems to think that uh, once the Poly uh, new place opens up, we're going to be buying more points. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well the yeah. sad part is find me a new career. Yeah, the sad part is if gas prices keep going the way they are, I mean, how much longer can you last driving that far? Uh, they came down a little bit, so I'm still okay right now. Yeah, my price point's probably about six dollars. Uh, if it gets to that point, then I'm done. Uh, I'll have to. I don't have a choice. I mean, it's just yeah. Uh, ours no went, option. Ours went down, and all you heard every day on the news when it went down, but they went back up again, and they didn't say a peep <laughs> around yeah. here. They went. It went down, John, to amazing 405, and now it was 425 or 429 was the peak. Then it went back down to 415, and then went to 405, which everybody was like, "It's down to 405." 405, John. Two years ago, it was 225 or 245. I mean, what do you mean 405? Now yeah. it's, it's back up to 420. Yeah, I remember it's only been 15 years or so ago. I remember that one time the, the gas dipped down to 96 cents a gallon. That was, that was glory days right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were up around, we were high 380s for eight years, and then we dropped down to $2, yeah. and now we're back up to $4. You know, it, it's just crazy. Water, refurbished water E Disney train engine testing near Storybrook Circus. The train looks absolutely beautiful. It's all shiny and beautiful. And then it has Logan and the other rhinos playing with each other here in this picture, which is really cool. And Presley just bursted into the room. Did you hear him, John? I heard a little bit, yeah. Yeah, he, he don't care. He don't knock. He just walks right in. But that's about all I have, Johnny. I don't have much more. Uh, just real quick, I wanted to mention, obviously, our condolences and all that good stuff or, or bad stuff, unfortunately, or with that poor family that lost their son um, at Icon Park here in Central Florida the other day. Um, it, it was an attraction that does that sudden drop, and unfortunately, the child slipped out and fell to his uh, untimely death. Yeah, I think um, he was so, 14, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, poor guy. I mean, it and and the, the horrific part i read was that his parents were there you know and it, it just that stabs at you man i i just can't imagine that that and nobody really knows at this point if it was uh, something to do with operator error or something to do with what, the design what's that john i lost you for a minute nobody knows I, I, what yeah if it was operator error if all the uh you know uh, safety protocols weren't followed or if it was something to do with the design of the attraction or or what, but uh, yeah, right now, all you know, is some 14 year old kid and died, and his, his parents have to make their way back to the middle of the country without their kid on, that they went on vacation with. So it's, it's absolutely heartbreaking. Uh, I couldn't so. imagine it was horrible. I seen that pop up on my phone alert, and I was like, oh my god, this is horrible. Yeah, and 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 people, it's a reminder. When you when you go to Walt Disney World, when you go to Universal, and you go to these even your local state fairs and, and attractions, there's height requirements and seat belts and everything else. Don't fight people. 
don't fight the cast member and and put little slot and, and I believe now I've seen everything with uh, uh, parents putting their daughters in high heels and everything else. The height requirements are there for a reason. Yes, um, for safety. So, they don't yes. want to tell. They, the last thing these cast members want to do is tell you now. Like what 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 skin did I have in the game? You think they wake up in the morning going, oh my god. We're 44 inches. I hope we get 10, 40 inches today. I can't wait yeah. to tell these little sons of guns no. They can't get on a ride. They don't want to tell you no. There's a reason no. why they want it. And the same thing with weight requirements and stuff. I mean, if you if you can't, like we talked about, I was on over at uh, the the uh, Flight of Passage, and the gentleman was couldn't get on it. And it was, it was kind of getting, I was worried that it was going to have, you know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't happy he couldn't get on it. But... There's a reason for that. It's safety. You don't want them. You know, it, when the cast members, they are not there to, to be mean to you to tell you now. Nope, no, and uh, and begging and pleading is not going to work. You know, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, your son can, or your son or daughter can come back in two years when they're tall enough to ride the attraction. It's just the way it is. So. No, I feel horrible for him, man. I I literally, I told, I might have told you a story. I almost died on the Buccaneer at Great Adventure. Oh, did you slip out? You know the Buccaneer, the boat that goes up and down? Yeah, there's a million names for it, but yeah, no, the seesaw boat. Yeah, Yeah, this is called the Buccaneer, and me, my dad, and my best friend Billy were on it. And all of a sudden, dude, the boat went down, and I shot up. And my dad and my best friend both grabbed me by my shorts and pulled me back into it here. Because the bar went straight across on this thing, because it hit the people around us, I didn't get, it wasn't tied up next to me. And I didn't even realize it. And I just slid out because those seats are those plastic seats. It was like lightning. So I went up in the air, dude, as the boat was going down. They literally pulled me back in or I'd have shot right out the top of that boat. Now, I don't know if I'd have died, but I'd have been hurt really bad. There's still people that have an issue with that occasionally on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Because if you have a parent that is a... Uh, a hefty one yeah. and then you have a, a kid that's probably you know 90 pounds and eight years old that's plenty high enough and tall enough to ride the attraction but their parent sits down next to them and that bar only goes to their belly uh that kid has got nothing on him yes. <laughs> you know what i'm saying so if you are that size suck your gut yeah, <laughs> get a that far down a little snugger you know what i'm saying so yeah or if you realize you're that much bigger let Junior or little Missy uh, ride in another aisle by herself yeah. to get the ball yeah, the exactly. bar around her. Uh, one last thing, and we are so sorry for your loss. Uh, one last thing, John. So if you have all extra money to spend and you want to spend a hell of a lot more, Bippity Boppity Boutiques prepare to reopen as casting begins at Walt Disney World. So if, if you want to drop the extra five grand on the Bippity Boppity, it will be open soon again, John. I remember when I worked at Pirateburg, I saw a, a father. He had this dazed look on his on his face. He had a, a daughters that looked to be about five, probably seven, and probably nine and a half or ten, and they were all done. Up. I mean, the the hair, the dresses, the, the makeup, the full bit that oh. ran. I think at that time about seven hundred dollars, oh. and three times three. Oh. So I was going to say, all kidding aside, probably a couple grand he dropped. Oh. Oof. And then they were walking around, uh, uh, you know, the Magic Kingdom, and I'm thinking they're going to get on Splash Mountain and get soaked and ruined. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Uh, but anyway, that's the last story I got. Uh, again, we are so sorry for the family that lost their child. 
And have you been to that place, John? You know where it is? Yeah, actually, uh, when I had my last job delivering wine, one of our stops is right there, so I walk past it all the time. Uh, they have the uh, the giant. That's where the giant Ferris wheel is. Yeah, I've um, seen it. I've been Orlando by it. I've never wine. been. There. Yeah, yeah, they have that. They have uh, these this ridiculous high swings. Yeah. that I think are like 280 feet tall or something. It's, it's just ridiculous. There's no way you could get me on that. No. And then they have this, uh, this, this uh, sudden drop tower. So, yeah. Yeah, so, we did uh, the flying yeah. swings that my grandfather worked at a park around here. And they were up there, but not like that. And the way we whipped those things around was scary enough. I, I couldn't even, like, you couldn't get me on flying swings right now knowing what I know now if you paid me to go on them, John. <laughs> Doug, if I went to a, a carnival or a fair, I'm not riding anything. No. <laughs> I know these people. <laughs> Actually, I worked with a lot of carnies uh, when I did my auction, uh, when I worked with the auction, and a lot of the uh, friends there I had were former carnies. I wouldn't get on any of those attractions at this point, uh, no. knowing them guys. So, no way. <laughs> no, they're pretty scary, John. Not at all. Yeah. So. But anyhow, everybody be kind to one another. Everybody be good. We will talk to you real soon and save your pennies because things aren't getting easier out there. If you want to go to Disney, eh, good luck with that right now. <laughs> so everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Have a great week. Bye-bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.